What you're about to hear is a podcast produced by members at a facility in the Washington, D.C. area. It's called the Stroke Comeback Center. I first learned about the Stroke Comeback Center when Melissa Richmond and three of the members from the center came to tell their stories in our neuro rehab class during our third year at Marymount University. After hearing their amazing stories, we wanted to allow them to explain in their words what it's like on the slow road to better after suffering a stroke or a traumatic brain injury. You can check out more information about the center or make a donation at strokecomebackcenter.org. Welcome to The Slow Road to Better, recorded by members of the Stroke Comeback Center in Vienna, Virginia. We are a group of stroke and traumatic brain injury survivors. We have decided to share our conversations as we discuss getting back to the business of living after stroke and traumatic brain injury. Find out more online at strokecomebackcenter.org, where you can always make a donation to our organization. And now, let's get on the slow road to better. Welcome. I'm glad you found us. Join us on the slow road to better as members of the Stroke Comeback Center discuss getting back to the business of living after stroke and traumatic brain injury. My name is Melissa, and I will be your host. I am the least important part of this discussion, but you will hear me ask some questions, provide some clarification, and let the listener know if someone is using a gesture or writing something down that can't be seen or heard by our listeners. Some of our members have aphasia. If you're not sure what that is, just wait. We'll explain it. If you do know what it is, you know how frustrating it can be to try to participate in a conversation, to express your ideas and opinions, or just hang out with your friends and talk. This podcast is exactly that. A group of survivors at the Stroke Comeback Center who have become friends and now want you to join their group. To have a safe place to talk about life after stroke or traumatic brain injury, to talk about the highs and the lows, the successes and the failures, and goals for the future. Our group meets in Vienna, Virginia. We know that there are survivors all over the world. So please join our journey as we discuss getting back to the business of living on the slow road to better. In this episode of the slow road to better, Ashley takes the lead. The group takes on the topic of dating Let's listen in and see where this goes. I know well I noticed my emotions in check. It's more extreme. I worry about that. I'm just trying to understand what was being talked about. The the brain's different. Brain injury, stroke, it's a different form. Tweaking somewhere. It's a different um 
I'm just wondering if some of the emotions and the changes that you're experiencing, you're, you are associating them with your stroke. But I'm wondering if some of your personality changes and perhaps your fuse being shorter, and then you have a different emotional response that you didn't have before. I mean, do you, I Catherine, agree. would you yeah. say that you noticed a change in your personality after becoming a mom? Uh, well, I mean, it just takes so much in ways that you've never done before. You know, <laughs> I mean, and I mean, y'all know that. I mean, but I felt. And, and my kids are older, you know, they're both in college and I had my start, one son had just gotten into college. And I feel like I have had the ability, or don't even feel like paying the, I mean, I pay attention to them, but there's only so much, you know, I realize mm -hmm. there's only so much okay. I can do. And I probably tried harder before. Now I don't try extra hard because I think I realize what I'm capable of. and and expect them to grow up. Maybe I expect that a little bit more than I used to. And um, <laughs> and luckily, I mean, and they still talk to me when they're upset about things and need to talk, but I get a little upset because I know this, it depends on what they're talking about, but my husband is dealing a lot more with them than he used to, because I used to do it all. Yeah. Does that make sense? And now I feel a little sad sometimes, especially with my son, because I think they think, especially my son thinks, you know, that my husband, well, it's true, can listen to more and take it in quickly and talk to them. So we'll be sitting there, you know, eating, and I can see that they're both looking at him and talking, Aww. and they don't think about about me, and I get kind of left out. Left of it. out, yeah. And that hurts. But what can you do? I mean, I try to do what I can. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So being a parent is hard enough. You've relocated. You're sort of technically a single parent, but on the other hand, you have a whole nother. Caleb has two sets of parents because he has you, who are the official parents, and then you have your sister and brother-in-law. I and love my sister and Dave. It's hard enough to adult with one other person, but now you need to adult and parent with two other people who are not your spouse, three opinions, and all of that dynamic yeah. changes. I think the sort of what you're saying too, that struggle of power. It's I didn't want to say it, but yes. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that's it. It's power. And so do you think your reactions are really wrong? What's making you reach out is my question. Because I, fe I feel like I'm looking at you and I feel like you're really struggling with something. But I, like, what emotion is getting to you that you're feeling like? And maybe you don't want to talk about it in this format. That's your no, deal, too. Uh, I am lonely. It's a... I need a partner. Hmm. It's... Yeah by my side. It's Catherine's example. Your husband and, you know, team up. And it's a, I don't know, on the wrong track. <laughs> no, I think that's no. an honest answer. Yeah. It, it's a... That's a 
common issue that people who either didn't have a partner when they had their stroke, and then there's a lot of people who've lost their partners because of yeah. their strokes. Mm-hmm. Their husbands and wives have left them. This is yeah. not uncommon. Right. Yeah. Um, because you need somebody. I mean, if you don't have a spouse, then at least you have your, you know, you have your sister. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, you know, people who you can depend on. Because, I mean, we can think of things and we know things, but sometimes it's just hard to get it all out. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, because I was just thinking the other day, what, what if my husband died, you know? You know, what would I do? I would really feel, it would be so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how you all feel. I would completely agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm very grateful that my wife is there with me, but it would be frustrating. It's always frustrating. Everything I do is frustrating. Well, no. Oh, running. yeah, it is. <laughs> running. running. Yeah, but still, that's... That's what he uses to pound out some of the frustration. That, but that is running. not frustrating. That is soothing. So, well, how do you know? Maybe he goes I, well, out... That's true. That's true. How but, do you know he doesn't go for a run and every time he thinks... I am so much slower than I used to be, or I can't, my foot doesn't land right. So every time he takes a step, what, instead of it bringing him pleasure and enjoyment, it's a reminder of a stroke every step. Okay. I mean, and you don't walk in his shoes. Sorry. It's, no, no sorry, I'm just buddy. pointing it out, because it's, no, and it's, that's true. it's common, right? You start comparing yourself, but you it's not the same. Yeah. If I was smarter, I would figure out how to do a match. <laughs> I told you this. This is my next great business. Yeah. I need I need a partner who knows the whole, um, you know, how to do the um, algorithms or whatever they do to match people. But if I had a nickel for every survivor who said, I just want to go on a date, I'd be a wealthy woman. It's a complicated, you know, it's a... Well, it is a combination, but I just said it really weird. Um, but it would be good <laughs> if we could just figure that out with you, with somebody. Would you go back to dating? No way. Why? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, mostly my son's, you know, it's a confusing part. No. <laughs> There's a lot more of just, you meet somebody for coffee, or you whatever, and yes, it's harder because you're not at work where you might, you know, your social circles are different, you don't drive. I mean, there are some things that are going to be limiting factors. Check, 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 check. (laughs) That, it doesn't matter. Randy, I'll drop you off. Hey, Randy, I want a date. Will you drop me off? Oh, look at him. Sure, where would you... <laughs> where would you like for me to drop you yeah. off? <laughs> would you have the time to go to play? Uh, you know, the... Exactly. No. I mean, come on. It... Yeah, well, she can work it in, but it's right. something she has to think about a lot. You're smart. Get the <laughs> Okay. Because sometimes the things you say you don't have time for are in fact really not a priority. But if you look at me and you tell me you're lonely, 
conflicted. You know, it's, it's, I know logically, it's, I don't drive. Randy's picking up, and it's a different world. I know, um, but line dating, it's. But you realize that there is some people that don't drive, they don't have a car, you don't have a bike, or they walk everywhere. So what is stopping you? <laughs> hmm. Well, do you meet people that you're interested in? Not Randy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's just personal. It's just, no, uh, it... Yeah. And so do you have to find the time, or, or, or do you find it's difficult to find the people that you really connect with now, or not? Um, well, after my stroke, it's a different world. Well, you know, it's a... Talking to Randy, it's hel helping me out. It's a, it's a different perspective on things. Mm -hmm. I died. Thank goodness I am alive. It's a petty things, mm -hmm. and now it's a twist. It's a new perspective on things, and uh, you know, I am picky. <laughs> I admit. Well, good. You should be. You should never settle. Something that just occurred to me while I was listening to you is maybe all of this is scary because you've been so focused on stroke and aphasia and recovery and Caleb that there hasn't been a whole lot of time to focus on yeah. Ashley and the what next because for a long time I suspect you weren't convinced there is going to be a what next maybe things have settled down to the point where you you're starting to look a little forward and that is a yeah. scary prospect of yeah. hmm now now where to now what do I want to do well I uh Speaking of, I have a job uh, in the hospital. Oh, right, right. Lung hospital. Oh, right. It's volunteering in the stroke combat, uh, excuse me, stroke unit. Mm -hmm. It's uh, awesome. That's great. Yeah. I think it is great. So you started? Well, uh, yes. When it's... Uh, Are you still filling out paperwork? Yeah. It's a long list of questions. I don't know why they have that. Their liability is high and everything else. I get yeah, it. But, but... But I like, that goes to Catherine's point of maybe you'll meet different people. Different people. <laughs> huh? Different. Different from us. Uh, I meant... Uh, are you sure? <laughs> I meant a variety of people. That part of the problem after you have a stroke is your world closes in, mm -hmm. right? If you don't have transportation and you're not out at work and you're not doing all those things, then you don't have the opportunity to meet any people, different or otherwise, right? Mm -hmm. You know, just being in the hospital setting, you're going to meet a gazillion new people. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe drink a coffee. <laughs> That's right. Hang out at the coffee bar. That's I like the way Catherine thinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. 15 seconds. <laughs> 15 minutes. Want to chat? Go. <clears throat> nice to meet you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you look good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know that we have, I don't even really think we talked about your initial question, but, <laughs> but this is very interesting. <laughs> this is. I find that men with stroke and aphasia do much better dating than the women do. Yeah, right. Have you tried? Yes, actually. Really? Yeah. Did you ask someone you already knew? Or yeah. did you ask someone that was well, new? Well, Were you drunk? No. Two or three times, but... Right, none of those count. No, that's correct. I've tried. But it's... Some people don't like it. Okay? And... They all said no? No, but... Let, let's say... Five or six people I've asked, and two of them or three of them said yes, we will try. Three of them or four of them said, yeah, right. Um, All right. I don't think every girl you ask out says yes. Okay. <laughs> so did you go out? Yes, obviously. Well, how do I know, obviously? Yeah, I wasn't there. That's true. So you went out, or it's all hard. It's just hard, hard. For it's hard for everybody. No, I, I understand. It is. It's it's different, and it's frustrating, and it's hurtful, because mm -hmm. you would like to have a social life, too. Mm -hmm. Marriage is different. Everything's different. Everything is different with a stroke. Everything is different. Yeah. And power is a huge piece of it. Yeah. I mean, power's a problem, or not a problem, but an issue in everyday marriage. Oh, yeah. Um, and then put in a stroke or aphasia where, at least for a while, you lose all power. And then to get your power back, or try mm -hmm. to get your power back, yep. I don't have the answer to that. So, you wouldn't do match? You wouldn't try match? No way. Why? Have you ever looked at it? It's like the commercials. Mm -hmm. Um, I did. You did? Yeah. It's a, it, it's a cold. It's a, it's a, <coughs> maybe. I want to, personalities are, you know, it's different. It's, check out the personalities uh, in coffee. Randy, if you weren't married, would you do match or something like that? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you tried yeah, well, but that is probably three years ago, so... My brother, my youngest brother, I have two brothers that are younger than me, and um, he's six years younger than me, and he was married, and then he and his wife got a divorce, and he had little kids, two little kids, and, and they were both like five and, and three. And, he has since then, the women that he's, he met were on mm -hmm. and he hasn't gotten remarried yet, um, and I think some of it might just be the timing and having kids, but now he's with someone they probably dated for before, I mean, yeah, for three years, so it would be interesting to see, but so that's how he met people. But I don't know, maybe because he didn't 
wanted to go out and have to look for someone that that was harder maybe in this time. I don't know. Just the whole thought of that. (laughs) And with that, I think we are going to wrap up this edition of Slow Road to Better. Our lawyers made us say this. Disclaimers. What about disclaimers? Your opinion, the group opinion is not valid. Well, it is, but it's valid, but I'm having a disclaimer so that we don't get in trouble. Yes. Doctors. Doctors. Who's doctor? There's. Um, they. They. Their doctor. Yes. All right. Yes. So if people hear something on this podcast, you should ask your doctor. Doctor. Amen.